Hey everybody, I haven't even had a chance to introduce myself on the show yet, but I'm here a little bit early to let you know that for maximum possible enjoyment of this particular episode, a viewing of the movie Congo is highly encouraged. In our future episodes, we're going to take a little bit of time to summarize the movies we're talking about so that nobody's lost during our pitches, but for this one, you're on your own. So without further ado, enjoy the program and enjoy the process. Continuing completed classics, fulfilling failed franchises, reinvigorating reviled rehashes, it's The Follow-Up Showdown with Paul Getz and Travis McMaster. Hello and welcome to the first follow-up showdown. I am uh, Paul Getz here with Travis McMaster. I'm Travis McMaster. Right, that's his voice. And uh, we are here to imagine second chapters for stories that have none. Or better second chapters for stories that have uh, Uh, poorly viewed. Well, let's say better with an asterisk. I don't want to... We're going to hope. I don't want to... Yeah. We're gonna hope we can do better. Basically, we're we're uh, we're both writers. We are friends. Um, In that order, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, occasional collaborators, but mostly fans of each other's work. Yeah, I would say. And we like to talk movies. So uh, you know, we we thought we'd take a shot at uh, doing it, not professionally, but on no. The- we just decided what what the world needed was another movie podcast with two mustached men in L.A. Yes, we have. You can't see, but currently we we both have mustaches. We'll take a picture and post it so you can. Well, I I want to. All right. Uh, Because I'm wearing I'm wearing special socks for this movie that we're going to be talking about today. Congo, uh, a favorite, favorite, right? A favorite of of certainly. I think anyone who knows me well knows that Congo is one of my unironically one of my favorite movies. Really? Would you put a top 10? I don't see the world through that lens yeah i mean i guess i don't either but when i say top 10 does it does that sound ridiculous no it's it's a yearly rewatch at least yearly yearly rewatch um and i i i I, I know that congo has a stink on it from somewhere people Mm. think it's cheesy i think they did we can get into that i think they did an episode of how did this get made about congo i haven't listened to it yet because Uh, i was waiting to watch this right yeah but i think they did and i don't quite understand that because I know it's got it's a little bit of a 90s action movie. Mm. So it, it is a little it can be a little 90s, but I think it's genuinely just a really good movie. Critically, it has a 22 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's bullshit. 22 percent. Can uh, we swear on our own podcast? That's bullshit. OK, yeah, absolutely. Please have at it. Uh, wait, we should. Yeah, I apologize. We have someone. We have a a, a third in the room with us. I'm going to call her a chimer inner for this okay. episode. I like the sound of that. I, I, uh, <laughs> that's her. I'll make that sound every time. Yeah, that that's uh, all she's going to do. Her name is Lauren Picorni. She's a, a, a well, a, fr- I was a friend of both of ours. Sure, sure, but, she's my friend. Yes. Uh, also, <laughs> Travis's uh, uh, paramour. Say it however you want. Yeah, partner, I don't paramour, girlfriend, whatever. We're millennials. It's fine. Lady. So uh, let's get first, into. Firstly, oh, yeah. we, let's est- we've already established my credentials. One of my favorite movies since it came out. Paul, this was your first viewing. Yes, 
And I was very excited about this. I've been excited about this. Uh, I mean, we've been talking about this for a very, very long time. Yeah. For weeks now, knowing that we were going to do it. I've been very, very excited. More excited than uh, going to most movies, mm-hmm. I would say, like That's in the fair. theater nowadays, a modern movie. Because this is a from an era of... Uh, Pure cinema. Yes. And and uh, it's the movie I would say I've heard most compared to Jurassic Park. It's certainly... Yeah, well, it's it's Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, right, right. So it's uh, also, I should... Uh, it's Michael Crichton. So right. So he's got like that connection. I feel like that's the only reason. No. Because it's not really like Jurassic Park at all. Well, I mean, it is. It's it's sort of an effects-driven, uh, mm-hmm. jungly adventure movie. I would say they, like Jurassic Park, they tease you with an attack at the beginning, and then you are waiting for the hell to break loose. This mm-hmm. this time, the hell being apes They're, rather yeah, than dinosaurs. But like mythical apes and like dinosaurs are, I don't know the right word, an exciting animal that doesn't exist anymore. And I, the gray gorillas are an exciting animal that never existed. I mean, I would certainly say the dinosaur trumps ape, yeah. even ancient ape. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it, well, regardless. It's, of, it's definitely, you know, at best... Jurassic Park's little brother, but it's <laughs> right. Um, and I will say because I have also, before Paul even brought the idea of this viewing or podcast to me, purchased um, 1995 or 1996's making of Congo the movie, the book that I've been leafing through, and in it, it's got an interview with Kathleen Kennedy, where she talks about when she had the rights to the book. And she says, at one point, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas were both interested in making the movie. Mm. And she even toyed with having them revise the story so it could work as the third Indiana Jones movie. Wow, that sounds very interesting. Which is one of the reasons... Indy v. Apes. Yeah. Oh, Indy with Apes. I like Indy with Amy. Sure. Uh, Maybe that's like, that's the money. Yeah. In that well, I, I don't think that that would have in any way worked. I just love that Kathleen Kennedy yeah. wanted to just float it. Okay. Well, uh, boy, we're, we're here to pitch sequels. And I got to say, based on what you just said, <laughs> you turn that you take this into the Indiana Jones franchise after this. You keep Dr. Uh, what's his name? Dylan Walsh. What's the main? P- Peter, Peter. Peter Elliott. Peter Elliott. Dr. P- Peter Elliott around to be sweet with Amy mm. still. But Indy's a little gruff with Amy, and he's like, well, I don't, you know, why are you bringing this animal? She's going to slow us down. But then Perfect the... Indiana Jones. Well, uh, thank you. Flawless, <laughs> I mean, well, if we're, uh, look, if we're going to pitch an Indiana Jones Congo monstrosity, I'm not keeping Peter Elliott. Frankly, I'm not keeping Peter Elliott for my Congo sequel pitch. That's fair. He lifts out. Totally No, no offense to Dylan no. Walsh. He did tremendous. Yeah. In the role. He did great. He's a wonderful character. I have no use for him. Okay. I'm I'm just saying last... Okay, la- last thing I'll say about the Indy thing is you'd need, you would need a softener for Amy. Because Indy's too gruff mm-hmm. to deal with Amy. And you do need that sweetness surrounding Amy. So maybe Karen Allen does that in the Indy movie. Uh, you know. So would they go back and take... Amy back out of her well, newfound I, environment. No, no, I guess they, this, they, in this universe, it would, it would be. I I assume it would have to be Indiana Jones and King Solomon's mine. So okay, he, he's there for archaeological archaeological reasons. archaeological reasons. Yeah, and and then the talking gorilla shows up. 
Oh. And the, they're on a different expedition. Some, yeah, you know, that makes something. More there sense. are gray ships gor- passing in the night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are lava burnt gray gorillas still around somehow. Well, so, okay, this is the sequel. I mean, I guess let, let's move on. Moving let's move on. past Moving the. But that is interesting. That's yes. clearly, so uh, the first thing I wanted to do was actually ask what you know get, hit me with your knowledge of Congo upon release uh what led to congo like give give us some more gems i will say that in the book they talk about they were trying to get this movie made since the book was written in the late 70s mm-hmm. the technology was not there and nobody wanted to try and force an ape to do the things they needed to do in the movie Smart. which is why it didn't get made till 1995 with stan winston making marvelous ape costumes mm-hmm. yes it was written after Jurassic Park, right? Congo? Uh-huh. No, Jurassic Park was written in like in 93, like around the same time. Like uh-huh. Steven Spielberg, who had a relationship with Michael Crichton, was asking him what he was working on. And he said, I've got this idea for a, like a dinosaur zoo book. And Steven Spielberg made him tell him the story right there. Uh-huh. And then he said, I want to make that movie. That's cool. Yeah. Um, also apparently approached to direct this movie uh, was John Carpenter. Who mm. also said no, which is how we ended up with Frank Marshall, uh, husband, husband of Kathleen Kennedy. Oh, I didn't know that for some reason. Still is, still married. Really? Yeah, those those That's two. Lovely. Uh, do you know any of the other movies he's directed? Uh, I know he did Alive. Yes. I know he did Arachnophobia. Yes. Um, he did a couple of Roger Rabbit shorts. Correct. Um, wow, I didn't think you'd have all of these. I yeah. I looked it up while we were watching the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Roller Coaster Rabbit and Roger Rabbit in Tummy Trouble. They really thought Roger Rabbit was going to be a massive, massive takeoff character when that movie came out. I have seen both of those shorts, and I, I recall liking them very oh, much. Oh, I'm sure they're great. They just really thought Roger Rabbit was going to be, like, akin to Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, <laughs> and Goofy. They thought he was going to be A, a new Bugs Bunny, yeah. essentially. I, you know, I don't necessarily see a reason why not. I well, he's not. He's very charming. They just let it go. I think because he was, maybe the movie was a little too adult. Dark, yeah. Something. I guess. So now the screenwriter, John Patrick Shanley, his other films include Moonstruck. <gasps> I love that movie. It's a great one. Uh, Joe versus the Volcano, which I have not seen. That one is uh, a wacky that's one. That's interesting. We that one's interesting. That one. Yeah, I would love to watch it. And, and maybe we could see uh, wh- where the sequel uh, money lies in that one. That'd be uh, tricky. First act of that movie is really solid. Yeah, it's now, wack- very wacky. I'm uh, so amazed I haven't seen it because of it's a Hanks Ryan flick. What's wrong, wrong with that? With that? Oh. No, I'm saying amazed I haven't oh, seen I see, it I because see. I'm such a fan of their dynamic. Yeah, yeah. they're great. Um, boy, he loves volcanoes too. Uh, Who doesn't? But uh, also, he wrote Alive, which is where that he and Frank sense. Marshall yeah, uh, piled up. And We're Back. Oh. A dinosaur story. Is it? What's the subtitle on that one? A dinosaur tale? But, uh, and then, last but not least, Doubt. The, wow. Yeah. Very it's a wide variety different. Wow. Yeah. That screenwriter, John Patrick Shanley, Shanley, however you say it, uh, was approached to write the screenplay by Frank Marshall and Kathleen Kennedy. He was not impressed with the novel, Fair. nor excited by the project, but agreed to, to come on as a favor to them. The only thing that he insisted on was making the Monroe character black. Great. Because he said as a writer, he couldn't bring himself to do the thing where this white guy is telling all the black people what to do. Great. Totally respect that. He took that to another level. 
and led to uh, Captain Monroe Kelly, who Ernie Hudson says uh, is his personal favorite character he's ever played. Might be my entire career. personal favorite character he's ever played, too. He does not get to chew the scenery like he did with this guy. He, he, he had power in yeah. this role. I feel he he pro- I would imagine based on his performance in this, I could see him on set suggesting things, coming up with extra things for his character to do. He really seemed like he was given it his 100 percent. Sure. I would say. And it worked. It was, it was amazing. It, it popped. <laughs> um, would you like to know who, who else passed on being in the film? If it's brief. Yeah. OK. Yeah. There's only a couple <laughs> names here. Hugh Grant was okay. supposed to be. Um, I know he was Peter Elliott. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robin Wright was oh, okay. intended to be Dr. Ross. And uh, I don't know who Fred Dalton Thompson uh, was supposed to be, but he also passed. I don't know who that is. I don't I also don't. I was hoping. He's probably <laughs> a character actor we all know and love. I'm sure if we saw his face. Yeah, I, need, I should have looked him up, but go, that's, that's on me. All right, so let's uh, let's start rolling into the, into the pitches. Uh, yeah. I want to start uh, by talking about existing follow-ups, because sometimes movies have these strange... Uh, comic book sequels or something that it can technically continues the story Mm -hmm. before uh, we would continue the story. The only one that exists for Congo is a PC game. Oh, Sega Saturn game and PC game, same game called Congo, the movie, the lost city of Zinj. Uh, And it is, it's not so much a sequel as it tells a side story of uh, Batembo Caballo, the only survivor of the first Travis, Travacom expedition in search of the diamonds. So someone from the beginning of the movie survived that ordeal and was it like a first walked... person shooter? Yes, is it a point it's, click? it's a, okay. supposedly it's a doom ripoff. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds cool. And it, it, having heard that, I thought it was a uh, pretty cool that they're playing doom in. in oh, this that movie. makes sense. That's um, probably some kind of like tie in. Yeah, yeah. Vertical integration. Yeah. Thing. Uh, and normally, uh, for this part of the show, when it when it comes what to we normally do pitching, yes, what we will normally be doing after this is I, I intend to do uh, you know a little more work, a little more uh, uh, research, uh, and, and watch the film before we get together. We just finished this movie, yeah, and uh, like I said, it is my first time viewing it, so forgive me for not being uh, as prepared with my pitch. It's great, Doc. Okay, all right. Um, so, first question I want to ask is, uh, does this movie uh, deserve, should it have a follow-up, in your opinion? Uh, mm-hmm. I would say no, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. as much as I love the movie, I think, just like with E.T., uh, another Kennedy production, mm-hmm. it can be left alone and stand on its own. I would strongly suggest to anyone listening, don't make a Congo sequel. Gotcha. Now, I would, you know... I would think most people would be fine with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, I would say that, yeah, I, because uh, Amy and the doc uh, break up at the end, mm-hmm. essentially, that that's that's the heart of your movie. Yeah. Really, everything else is kind of inconsequential yeah. around it. And yeah, that that's a fine ending for, for this franchise. But we are doing this uh, podcast, so we might as well sure. gotta do force something. the issue. Got to do something before we die. Yeah. <laughs> and this will be it. Got to kill the time. Yeah. The next question I want I uh, continue by asking is sequel or prequel? What's the What's the money spot for this? For this it's one, I'm going to say sequel. Um, again, only because I have already had a sequel idea for this in my back pocket for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. My I 
going into this because I knew Bruce Campbell was at the beginning. My hopes, I, my hopes were high for prequel. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that we would not get enough of whatever they had going on on that expedition, and that and that it it much like the thing prequel would have enough gas to uh you know to 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 run another movie off of that gas essentially being Bruce Campbell right himself and John Hawks okay. I'm changing directions a little bit. Based on what you've said, yes. I think even though we know where they both end up, and they both end up dead in different ways in different places, you could have a movie between what we saw of Bruce Campbell screaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, he doesn't necessarily die. He had to get to that cave. No, that's what I'm so saying. There, yeah, screams, there's some action He jumps in there. back into the water, swims out. You could have a whole movie of what him and those two guys do before ultimately dying. You know the ending, though. You, um, yeah. However, if I were to do a prequel... Since the city of Zinj is like a thousand years old, I would go full on old adventure movie to set it in the 30s mm. and do a, like a King Solomon's Mine. Okay, that's that's a pretty that's a good strategy. I would say, uh, uh, just off the top, if, if thinking about a prequel, since uh, as I said, I think Amy is the heart of, of Congo mm -hmm. uh, as a franchise, maybe go back to. Amy being lifted out of yeah. that jungle, you know, see a few of her adventures. Mm -hmm. Maybe she came across some humans beforehand. You wouldn't have, of course, the robotic voice. Right. That adds, well, you know. You could do like a Milo and Otis thing, but just like baby Amy. <laughs> and, and another ape. Well, well, here's, okay, here's the problem I'm just realizing with this pitch. You want to do a movie with heart, with Amy's already adorable at seven. So at this point, oh, she would be she like, she is so adorable. She'd be two. She'd be ever whatever, like the puppy version of a gorilla is. Um, but, you know, the movie has to end with the brutal murder of her parents in front of her own eyes as she is then rescued from the jungle. They say that. Well, she, that's, in... why, that's why she recognizes Zinj. That's why she's afraid of it. That's yeah, what her but nightmares they say that about. her parents were murdered and that the, I, I, I didn't get I missed that. Uh, maybe it's just my latent <laughs> need to be cruel to gorillas, but I felt like that they were murdered in front of her. Well, torn I mean, limb from limb by those club armed gorillas. Oh, I see. Because you're saying because she was in the proximity of Zinge more than likely. Yeah. Okay, but so then she was found nearby. So, so she was found nearby Zinge after having run away. Yeah. Is the is the idea? I guess the backstory the I filled in. Just as like a, a brilliant writer, I can't help it that uh, <laughs> it was in front of her. Puppy it was eyes. automatic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to see nice gorillas die. Right. I had a hard enough time seeing mean gorillas die in this you movie. You really did. They really, yeah, like they were that. not, they killed a lot. They a were lot of gorillas. Kind of rough. Yeah. And at, and at the point, no, at the point, Amy was getting through to them she right she before. Was, she was by Laura Linney slices them in half with a. She with was buying precious brutally. seconds. They were about to all be murdered anyway by these monster gorillas. But the whole point of getting her there was the idea that she could teach other gorillas, Normal, and that was the only gorillas. teaching you got to Normal see her gorillas, do. Not these like you don't genetic know aberrations. Humans train them one way. Why couldn't Amy have started uh, classes, <laughs> gorilla this, classes? This level of foolish optimism is going to get us all killed in the gorilla mines. Mm. <laughs> All right, so okay, I, my here's my sequel pitch. My idea about what I want to do here is we have to pitch one that we would make today. Okay, so that's tough. Mm -hmm. Um, or in this case, I would say, uh, and then we can pitch our dream sequel. Okay. Like, it, it, we're time and anything not a factor. We could you know go back in time and make this. Uh, that's interesting. This movie. All right, let's. How about you go first? 
Okay, well, I don't, I don't have a modern one <laughs> because <laughs> off to a bad start. Well, it, the you know the first thing that hits me when I even start to try to uh, approach that subject is that Tim Curry um, had a stroke. He also dies. He also in the movie, dies in the movie, so. I, right? Which you know, that's the second wall I run into <laughs> because you got no Curry. You got you know. Actually, I guess I guess if you had Hudson, yeah, you're okay. You're doing fine. All right, all right. Well, I will. I will come back to me on the modern okay. one because I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to think about it. But my uh, my dream sequel were time and uh, space, not a not factors. Um, would I guess at this point be? This is for you, Charlie. Immediately after they take off, because they have that line, or no, in the parachute, they're no, uh, not uh, hot, hot air balloon. balloon, hot air, hot air balloon. They're in the hot air balloon, and they have that line about the way. Where's the wind gonna take us, or whatever? Mm -hmm. Do you know the line exactly? I hope, I hope it blows us somewhere good. Good? Is it nice or is it good? I don't know. Does it change your pitch if it's nice? Well, we're gonna we'll find. We'll we'll get into that later. But I like nice better. I okay. hope it's nice. There's a wind. I hope it blows us someplace good. Me too. So that hot air balloon doesn't go somewhere nice. That's what I'm thinking. I'm mm -hmm. thinking it lands a couple miles over. <laughs> this is a messed up area they're in, and there is danger everywhere. Uh, volcanoes erupt. Um, drop uh, of a hat. Drop of a hat. Um, you got these three people stranded. Uh, in the jungle you know they're all they're two of them are pretty capable yeah and then you got the doc who's going to be sad about amy and what i'm liking already about where this pitch is is that you've got these three characters who i read as being in a love triangle in this film i mean there's no uh love i don't think between peter and monroe but i think uh dr ross mm -hmm. is throwing vibes both ways and isn't settling i mean she just lost her fiance type ex -fiance. ex fiance almost married the son of a bitch guy uh she just lost him so i know her emotions a little bit but she seems to have him pretty well in check because she's throwing flirts around i think okay so i think that alone is what starts us off you got these tensions running high mm -hmm. emotions getting hot i'm just saying it's there it's uh, teeming underneath the surface. They've got this sort of uneasy uh, dynamic between the three of you them. Got a plot pitch in here anywhere? Well, I'm get I'm getting oh, there. No. It's it's forming as it goes. As as I said, I will be more prepared in the future. Okay, this is so this is an off the cuff, right off the well. So I'm thinking this time it's not apes. No, I mean no, that attacks be. them. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be they're, they're, they end up in a swamp and it's something like crocodiles. Okay, you know. But Amy, of course. Oh. You and Amy. No, uh, Amy is Congo. So Amy comes in with her new ape family to help fight the Crocs. I mean, obviously, you got a lot of action before that. Y you know, Apes you got some of the Crocs in the swamp. And Absolutely, this is a this is miniaturized King Kong. This is Kong versus Godzilla. This is what everybody's. This is what puts butts in the seats, I, as I, as I see it. I mean, you know, that's a that's a very bare bones pitch, but I I I, I see it working. And I I mean, I don't see it because the diamonds weren't what any of these people were interested in. You don't need them to be motivated by anything other than survival. Well, I'll tell you what I like about this pitch is that it's very close to my own thoughts for a sequel, which is just well, hold on. I'm so sorry. 
Did I'm so sorry. It's just, I, I just have one more thing that I want to get in, and I am so sorry about okay. interrupting, but it's just that you've spent so long with this pitch in mind. I want to be fully prepared. I want to be buckled in. Okay. And I You're just want to be wanna disappointed. Say, well. But go ahead. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll you know, Lauren, Lauren is going to, by the way, our chimer inner for this uh, evening will also be uh, the studio executive who, um, first Six. of all, hopefully forgives us <laughs> for... <laughs> Or at least me. Maybe Travis will be better, uh, uh, but for our sloppy pitches. Um, but I just want to throw in that I would like, because they are deprived of their tech this time. I mean, obviously Monroe has a gun. But uh, that at some point in the movie, um, Dr. Ross, using her CIA skills, MacGyvers a situation and puts together a bunch of jungle supplies to build traps, weaponry, nets, this type of thing, because they are trapped in a situation where they, that you know, they're trying to sleep or whatever, and they know they're surrounded by uh, by by alligators. Well, alligators. Yeah, well, they're alligators, but I would also say that there are probably soldiers still out there on the hunt. You're gonna introduce a new villain, right? And he's not gonna have the charisma of Kim, Tim Curry, obviously. Ooh, maybe Delroy Linda. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's your front man. He, he comes in leading the charge against his team. There's already some uh, unease mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And so then it becomes about survival in the jungle. You got her MacGyvering, MacGyvering. Uh, maybe just for one scene, but I, I do want to see mm -hmm. that. And then uh, and then maybe you you get somewhere with this love triangle. Or, you know, what I would like most is that she, she chooses neither of them at the end. But maybe her and uh, Monroe sleep together. Right. Because he's just irresistible. He's the bee's knees. It's not believable that she wouldn't eventually <laughs> sleep with, with Monroe Kelly. I mean, that guy. Yeah. He's got like it she all. was, you know, people were throwing flirt at her. Thank you. She's just being herself. That, and they're like, hey. Well, I think she is definitely flirting with um, Dr. Uh, Peter. Elliot. <laughs> yeah, I think that she is does sort of go out of her way to maybe not romantically flirt with him but you know try to put him at ease by like kidding him you know like childhood flirting sure uh, yeah i i know what you're talking about the movie definitely kind of puts the two of them next to each other like action figures and like makes them kiss but i would say that when she's next to kelly that see i don't think that there's any flirting no there. i don't think that i'm i agree i don't think that there is all out flirting i think that the chemistry is just so palpable yeah. that it feels hot yeah. right away you're watching them because they're both badasses they're both mm -hmm. sure of themselves and they both immediately have a mutual respect mm -hmm. so and they both have uh well he they both have senses of humor i yeah. guess oh yeah you know he's cracking wise a little more than she is but they're you know they're they're she's got a lot of they're her equals mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, that one shot of them with the flares in the airplane. Oh, that's... man. Also, Monroe's just, like, super charismatic. I just can't imagine she's not attracted to him. Sure. And vice versa. She's oh, She's got it all. Of course. Yeah. I just, I don't, I mean, you know I me, mean? my pitches never involve uh, love stories or love triangles, because that, that doesn't really ever interest me. I will say I did like that this movie did not settle on it right it was maybe you could read into it but it wasn't actually a a plot device mm -hmm. and i would say keep it that way with the exception in the sequel except maybe at least poke it at least poke it with no, a stick see, but the thing is in even in your but own sequel pitch they're alone peter, in the sequel peter elliott had nothing to do 
He's just dead weight, even in your own pit. No, he would find something to do. There, at at some point, well, because do. he's a primatologist, at some point in the movie, he would have expertise that is like, oh, we should climb a tree because that uh, uh, genus has this type of arm, which doesn't allow it to climb trees. You know what I mean? He sure. would, he would, he'd one of those come apes that there, but, can't climb trees. Yeah. It, what? What? I, another thing that I liked about this movie is it. it she was such a badass, mm -hmm. even more so than Ellie Sattler. That's one of the reasons I really like this movie. Is like everything is kind of flipped around from what you would ex would have seen in a, in a movie of the time. Absolutely. I would agree. And I would... Without being, like, too winky, cheeky, condescending, you know, there weren't a ton of jokes about, like, whoa, this woman's in charge. She's being a badass. And there weren't a ton of jokes about, like, well, this guy's a bit of a softy. There were a couple of both. Yeah. But it right, wasn't... Right, people, yeah. They weren't, like, hitting that on the head. No. And I and I guess I, in a way, didn't like that about the Tim Curry character, too, is they could make him seem fiendish and, like, he might do worse than he did, but they didn't land on it. You know what I mean? They didn't make it, oh, everything I expected to happen will happen. You know, they, they just told a story. Uh, mm -hmm. But, yeah, what I would say, okay, so, yeah, that's fine. That's, that's enough pitch for me. Well, I, again, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know your sequel pitch was going to be that comprehensive because my sequel pitch was just we have a trumping card that they did not have monroe and um um ross yeah oh who look who doesn't know the names <laughs> now <laughs> monroe and ross are um doing stuff what that that's my pitch is this it's the two of them Doing stuff. Doing stuff. And like Joey Pants is there too. And, um. Oh, I forgot he was. Yeah, it's their whole like network of getting in and out of places. And it's, I like uh, Peter Elliott and Amy not in it because their story's wrapped up. They don't come back. Now, what no. I, what okay. I do like about Congo, the movie, is the monster part. So okay. I do, that's what I liked about your pitch, the alligators, kind of. I want. <laughs> Not that exactly. Something better. All right. I um, agree. I agree. I, I want the two of them working together and fighting some other monsters. Like. Sure. Absolutely. Creature from the Black Lagoon style or something. But I want, I don't want it to be happenstantial. I want Karen Ross is like, okay, I left the CIA because they were heartless bastards. And then I'm leaving Travicom because they're heartless bastards. Oh, yeah. I like what you do. You seem like a kind person. Uh, you're a strong person. Me too. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just hang out, I guess, here in this unnamed African country. And I'm just going to, I don't know, do do whatever. Uh, oh, sure. She's got nothing fight, to return like, to help the, at this point. The, yeah. Whatever, rebellion or get people out of dangerous areas or something that she's just in there kind of like at the beginning of Black Panther, you know, where he's just like rescuing people. Yeah. They're just doing good works with Joey Pants and then the the guy who stapled the money shut whose name Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo. Yeah. I think he should definitely show back up. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, he can either be the very charismatic bad guy or like the bad guy who kind of does good things. For them right. Sometimes. They think he's on their side and then he and then he he's, double he's, crosses. Or, them and or then something. triple crosses. He's just back. yeah, he's uh, he's, just, he's unreliable. Right. He's sure. Sure. Um, something, and then in the midst of their like good works, uh oh, oh no, <laughs> monsters. My, what kind? Can, do you have more? Of I, a... don't, I don't. Have okay. any, I don't. Okay. I don't. Well, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't, you don't do, want it to be apes. I don't want to do gorillas again. No gorillas. Because we nah. did that. Mm. Uh, but then it be, it gets tricky because I also don't because there were many gorillas. So I think you go the other direction. You do one monster. Okay, a big one. What, Lauren? I got it. 
Okay, okay. come over here to the where the microphone right. is. Right. The one monster is like a giant monster that is responsible for making the volcano erupt. Like a giant, like ground dwelling, like ancient being. Well, how does it we... emerge from the volcano? Maybe this being. Wait, how big? Wait, hang on. Well, how big are we talking? This has to be a monster that Monroe and and Karen uh, Ross can fight. Never mind. So if it's like <laughs> if it's like Godzilla, I, I was you know I Godzilla. could buy something like a and giant snake. Not to return back to <laughs> crocodiles <laughs> too fast, crocodile. but I see you know in terms of these ancient creatures, I feel like a lot of the ancient uh, uh, land dwellers uh, that made it past dinosaurs. Uh, were you know big apes and uh, so like ma mastodons or woolly mammoths okay. or whatever? Okay, I, I will yeah. absolutely watch a movie where Monroe and Ross fight some like megafauna that got like trapped on an island, right? But like I'm Skull Islands, but not again, not King Kong. But I'm saying the big, big stuff tends to be in the water. Okay, I'm saying it emerges from the water. That's well, I, what I'm feeling. I don't want to set it yeah. in the water because then you have to have them like in boats and on rafts, and you kind of you you take away a lot of their skill and charisma because they're like they got Congo be in a boat. take me to the river what? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you know throwing out titles oh do you have a title for yours uh, by the way? no what did I tell what did I text you it was uh, can't go wrongo Congo can't go wrongo <laughs> it's a bit silly yeah. I don't have a title because I don't have I mean the only the only title I could think of is like Congo you know, concrete jungle, and now there's like Predator Two, Ooh, and they're, they're in, in the city. Like Crocodile Dundee. Well, but they then go to Amy's the city. in it. You can't. You okay, know. okay. Yeah. I just thought of this just now. Again, brilliant writer. These things just come to me. Right. And you want your precious Amy and your precious Peter Elliot. You need someone to soften them. You know, because they're taking care of somebody. Know. You know, that makes you, them. Sometimes nice. it's Tango and Cash. You know, sometimes you just got two people. Hmm. Sometimes it's just Demolition Man, and everyone's just cool. Yeah, Sandy Bullock's kind of. Mm, fair know, enough. That's yeah. fair. Um, so what I would do if we want, I don't think we can get Amy back and I don't think it's fair to the character of Amy to take her out of the Congo All right. and put her back into danger. No. Yeah. But what we could do is, so we keep my original pitch and Monroe and Karen are doing their cool thing in, in whatever African country they refuse to name. So then something happens back in whatever city they're Elliot originally in. in. Yeah. yeah. He lives in wherever he lives, LA or New York, wherever it was. Uh -huh. it, ha it has to be like Philadelphia or Boston, some old city, because uh -huh. whatever monster we're fighting in this sequel live in the sewers. <sighs> Thank you. The water. <laughs> that's what, that's, where, that's <laughs> yeah. why I thought of it. Because that gets you into the water without having to go underwater. Uh -huh. So we do like a Chud situation or like Reliquary, which is the sequel to the book, The Relic, where the monsters are now mutant type hybrid things living under the city that are primate-like in nature somehow. So that's how we get Peter Elliott back into the fold. Because I, I know, here's the thing. Okay, I don't know okay. how to get Karen and Monroe involved in this. Uh, yeah. Somehow. They barely knew how to get everybody together in I mean, this We'll, we'll, we'll work that out. I feel There's like some reason. Figure it out. Yeah. You, maybe you maybe they're coming it around. back into town to visit him. Oh, yeah. They're buds. I don't know. They probably are buds. Sure. They went um, through some shit. Sure. But once they get there, then there is they the monster detecting. It has to be it has to be related. Whatever reason they're back to visit Peter Elliot also brought the monster back, or that is what activated the monster mm. or monsters. So you're you got you want Elliot in this sequel. For this one, yeah. yeah. If we're going to put them in the city, that's a good compelling reason to he's not going to go back to a jungle. Mm. But if we keep him in a city, 
-hmm. and he we need his primate expertise. Now the real big ask, the big question we have to answer is, what are these creatures and how did they suddenly get, for lack of a better word, activated? Okay. And they have to be primating. Well, I, I think this is a good time to bring in... Oh, no, I just sold it. Okay. The, All the, right. The, Peter Elliot thinks that his friends are visiting him, but they're not. They've heard about this thing happening and they traveled back to investigate it. And they know he will be an asset to them, but they're not going to let him in yeah, on what it is. Because he's soft. What I was going to say is I think that uh, the person behind the creature, whatever it is, is human this time. It's like a... Uh, I mean, well, I guess it was human the last time, except right. for but it was the, an ancient... Sure. Uh, so this person, this would be your surrogate Tim Curry. Yes, but full on evil. Maybe, okay, maybe this person heard about the gray gorillas. Mm-hmm. Got some gray gorilla DNA from the volcano and is making violent, docile, controllable gray gorilla monster people out of, like, you know, the, the transient population. Mm. Um, and so now they're running amok in the sewer systems and and our characters have to come together to try to battle that. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate it. It's I would. Not, it's uh, not amazing. No, it's not, and I I would you know begrudgingly see it uh, for sure. <laughs> but I feel like I I feel like what it is is uh, trying too hard. Well, it's 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 a Gremlins one to Gremlins two jump. Mm -hmm. It is the best kind of jump. It, well, uh, it depends on who you ask, because I feel like this is uh, introducing uh, elements. Because there is you know there's it, I would say Congo crazy as it is in many parts is a science-based movie yes. Uh, that theorizes an ancient race of killer gorillas mm -hmm. as its most fantastical thing. Yeah. And lasers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but um, this, that would be introducing, you know, like uh, lab experiments. Mm -hmm. And it, it brings in a lot of elements where it also, uh, that I think posits that Monroe and Ross are monster hunters, which yeah, I would say I did they, have that thought. Like they are, they're badasses, but in this movie they are overwhelmed. Yes, by what is around uh, them, and that's they're why not, I, yeah. I said at the top we should not do a sequel because you're to to get all of the elements that are required to make it a sequel and not just like a separate adventure movie starring the same actors. You're gonna have to do some of these uncomfortable twists and turns to mm -hmm. make it all fit. I see. Or you're just yeah. gonna have to do something as straightforward as like. Like do a Jurassic, like do a Lost World movie where you're just like, oh, someone else wants to go to get the Zinge diamonds. But and, even that is like, and you're the only ones who have been there, so we'll take you to. I don't mind the Lost World. I like it. I don't. But you have to, <laughs> the to do that retread. You have to do the thing of like someone else wants to do the thing, and you're the only ones who can do the thing. So here's a bunch of money yeah. or some other leverage to get you there. And oh no, it's happening again. And then everyone goes like, I guess. Why did you bother though? Right. We right. could have been fighting I, chuds in the sewer with Ernie Hudson if we had I, only listened to Travis. I'm, I will let you know which way I'm leaning in terms of this sequel. Must it be made? Like where I, where I think it should land and you, you can do the same. But first we need to go to our studio exec right. based on every, all the nonsense you've heard today. Uh, wh which is your favorite version of a part two? Well, I don't like the city one. Okay, yeah, you, don't have to, you don't have to say, like, specifically what you don't like. Just pick no, one you do no, like. No, she can say, you can say anything and everything you want, and I agree with you. <laughs> I also don't think you should feel bad, Travis, because that was an offshoot of my stupid ideas, so 
Mm-hmm. Um, we all made that monster. I think the best option would be like an amalgamation of both. Like, because I like your idea of them. I actually like the Godzilla versus King Kong thing where the gorillas fight the yes. alligators. I kind of dig that. Yes. So I think if you like did mix that a little bit with like the um, Ross staying to like help out wherever she's needed and stuff. That would be the best way to go. I, first of all, this means that we were both just got hired. This, as they say, is a fork in the road. We could go left or we could go right. Okay, that's Together great. team, Congrats. as a team. Yeah. So uh, we'll have to work out our personal <laughs> issues, but no, I, uh, um, I agree completely. I think that bringing Amy in at the head of her new gorilla family to help fight you don't have to make the whole movie about that, but you make a, you know, you, there's a reveal. And then they're with Amy. I think that I can must, get, I can must get, happen. I can be sold on that if this movie is set years later and Amy is much older. I, it does need bigger. to be later. I agree. I don't want to see puppy Amy again. Yes. I want to see a change. I want to see Sarah Connor in Terminator 2, Amy. If you will give me that. Yeah. Then I am one hundred. I I like the rest of your pitch more. Or I could say screw both you guys. Oh, do take your idea, putting it back and set in the thirties. That's the Indiana Jones sequel, but it's a prequel, prequel. and it's where Indiana and Marion meet. But maybe make her twenty instead of fifteen. Well, so it's not Harrison Ford either. No. But Who it can't is, be where they met because they met. In is it a? Uh, Did they? Is it no. Alden Ehrenreich? Sure. Yeah, I I would be fine it's with like that. It's like that ten years before um, Raiders, which would line up. Well, so I think we can all agree on one thing: um, no great sequel ideas. Oh, I disagree. I think we've got <laughs> something really hot here because I mean, I your your base premise. Gives me so much more of what I loved about this movie. Yeah. And then if you give me my Amy, I got it all. I just feel like my base premise did start with the pitch. Like in Crocodile Dundee, which I don't think is a stellar start to an amazing Congo sequel. Yeah, you know, they made three of those, Paul. though. So, <laughs> Paul. So it works. Paul. How are we ending this episode? Well, I real quick just wanted to slide in there with a, you know, I I think the exact, she's already stolen her idea and (laughs) split with the money, (laughs) but, uh, but, uh, you know, I I think she'd throw, I think that she's going to throw this one right out, but uh, Curry does return having his head smashed, but has replaced it with one of the gray gorilla heads. (laughs) But it is his voice. Still, the you know the Russian vocal cords are there. Or sorry, Romanian. Romanian, Romanian vocal cords are still there. Uh, because I just need more Tim Curry. I would watch in that. everything. I, yeah, you would watch. Yeah, that. yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for first of all having this movie ready to go. Yeah, uh, for me I, for watching it. Um, will this be your annual watch or you think you'll sl- get it in there again? This is, we just watched this like six months ago. No, more than that. Okay. So then, yeah, this is my annual watch. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just right. watched it. I got a lot of things I need to watch. Uh, right. Well, yeah, we all do. We yeah. all do. But, uh, you know, I would, uh, I, I look forward to watching more things with both of you and, uh, wasting this time together again yeah. uh, and wasting you, the listeners, if there are any of you's time as well. There is more to come. So I hope you didn't 
hate this. Uh, and even if you did, I hope you come back. <laughs> Why not? We, we might have it, our shit together next time. But thank you so much uh, for listening to the follow-up showdown. Uh, keep it real, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.